Relax. You're quite safe here. <laughs> Good evening, and welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, whether you're doing it at cnjradio.com or you're subscribed and leaving a star rating and a review on iTunes and never missing one single episode. Thank you, especially everybody who does that, and especially for all of you who listen on a consistent basis. Can't thank you enough for that. Maybe I'll get some name checks in at the end of the show, but for now, I'll just tell you what this show is about here. It's a new year. It's now 2016. The ball has officially dropped on 2015, at least uh, as far as the calendar goes. On Rock Strikes 10, we are just finishing up 2015 here, and it's about time. It's a little overdue, but it's about time we do the top 10 albums of 2015 here on Rock Strikes 10. If you heard me on Talking Metal a few weeks ago, and I hope you did, uh, this uh, you already know this list, but for those of you who didn't, go back and listen to that episode as well, and check this one out. We're going to play 10 songs from the top 10 albums of 2015, according to me and me only. Me, myself, and I have a list here, and this is the first year that I did it exclusively and with permission using the rock and roll geek scoring system and it really works i gotta tell you very few flaws in ranking my best albums of the year list uh there were probably a few you know bubbling uh, in between the 10 to 15 slot that you probably would have made in the top 10 honestly there's some stuff i re-listened to more than maybe what's on some of the stuff in the top 10 but you know i'll mention those as the show goes on and as a special bonus here on the top 10 albums list of 2015, I'm going to talk about the entire top 40. I listened to 40 different new albums this year, and I have them ranked from 40 to 1. And I'll start with number 40. We'll talk about three of them, and then we'll get to the first song here. Number 40 is an album that ranked at 50 points out of 100, a band called The Answer. When I played them on the show, I played all of these on the show, but when I played that, I, I said that the, the half that's good is really good, and uh, the other half, not very good at all, but the stuff that's good on there, I recommend going in and picking off of like iTunes, or if you find it secondhand or something like that, but uh, not, not a bad little effort, especially for half of it. The Answers album, Raise a Little Hell. Number 39, uh, an album that is been the top 10 of a lot of people's lists it's <laughs> i'm probably gonna get trash for this but black star riders the killer instinct uh i i don't dislike the black star riders uh, i like a lot of the guys in the band especially uh but the records have not really hooked me i don't know maybe it's me but uh you know there's a handful of songs that i think are really cool Finest Hour is a great song. That they should uh, definitely concentrate on stuff like that. The the songs that I didn't like on the album, I, I just overtly didn't like. I thought they were like really generic, uh, and it just couldn't save the album as a whole for me. But some good songs on there. And at number thirty eight was Joe Jackson's Fast Forward with sixty six points out of a hundred. 
it, it was half disappointing. Uh, I like the first four songs and the last four songs. It's it's basically uh, four different parts, four different EPs on one album, and it is pretty disjointed. As much as I'm a fan of Joe Jackson and we saw the show this year and it was great, uh, the album is just okay. But let's get to some positivity here. Number 10. We're doing this Tarantino style. I do the bottom three and then get to number 10. But that's how I do it here on Rock Strikes 10. An album that came out, we're going to do some doctor stats here as I do the Big Ten. An album that came out August 21st of this year on Psych Out Records. Great band from Sweden, the Imperial State Electric, ranking it at 91 out of 100 points. The great Nick Anderson and company. And it's it's a solid record. It's it's as good as it is. It's not the best Imperial State Electric album. I would probably reserve that for Pop War, followed by the previous one, Reptile Music. But this one's damn good. Like I said, good enough for 91 out of 100 and good enough to be number 10 on my list of the year. I'm going to play you this song off it now. I know I just played something recently from it, but it, I got a little late in the year. But here's one written by Nick Anderson and Dolph DeBorst. We're going to kick off the show with Lost and Losing You. Thought I'd take it for a spin Maybe I got one more Sucking round our days 
kicking off the top 10 of 2015 for Rock Strikes 10. That was Imperial State Electric with Lost and Losing You from their latest offering called Honk Machine. Yes, Honk Machine. Probably the best album of the year with the worst title. (laughs) All right, moving on here. Let's dial it back to number 37 of the year. I'm going to talk about three more records and then get into number nine. Yes, coming in at number 37 on the list was a, a surprise record. Uh, it did very well it, in in my ears, more so almost in the points would lead you to believe, but Sweet and Lynch, Only to Rise from Frontiers Records. Uh, nice surprise there. Michael Sweet of Striper and George Lynch coming together to make some great music. And also, uh, it should be definitely noted, the rhythm section on that album James Lomenzo and Brian Tishi, who I, I know all the way back as the rhythm section from Pride and Glory, one of the best one-offs ever. But yeah, cool band, and it's a shame because they really didn't tour under the record. I know all those guys are extremely busy with their other projects and you know first commitments and everything, but they should have. It's a strong album, and it deserves some uh, praise, honestly. Um, I think it's a cool record that you should definitely check out. One of the surprise albums of the year, Sweet and Lynch, Only to Rise, scored 67 out of 100. And then coming in at number 36, uh, you know, maybe I was nitpicking because I'm a big fan. I consider this guy to be a genius and an icon. Brian Wilson's latest record, No Peer Pressure. Peer as in the beach. Yes, high comedy. But yeah, riding high off of the the biopic, one of my favorite movies of the year, Love and Mercy. You gotta check out that movie. It's amazing. So well acted, so well directed. I'm a big fan of the biopic, and this is one of the better ones. So you gotta go check that out at least. Uh the album No Peer Pressure, it, it has some moments. Uh there are some really bad songs on there. Like there's a couple of songs in there that are really bad. But man, and I'm gonna sound like a broken record overall when i'm doing this list but when it's good it's great there's a song on that album called tell me why i played it earlier in the year on the show classic brian wilson classic beach boys tell me why if you listen to one song off of this record go to itunes and pick up tell me why that song gives me the chills every time that chorus kicks in it just gets me damn near wept when i first heard it (laughs) And then coming in at number 35 was Girls' School with their new album, Guilty as Sin, their comeback album. Great to hear Girls' School out there. Uh, you know, the production was a little... Eh, it didn't. I don't think the production really helped as far as how I enjoyed the album, but I liked it well enough. I'd scored 75 out of 100, especially if you're a Girls' School fan. You gotta check it out because, hey, they're back. And that's great. I hope they tour. I will totally go see them. They will get more of my real money if they tour the States and come out here. I'd love to see them. It would be great. All right, getting back into the actual songs here. Number nine. And and to me, this is uh, probably one of the best offerings this band has ever done. I can't believe it's only number nine, but that's the way I did the point system here. Is the great Iron Maiden with the Book of Souls. It is something else, man. Uh, You know, and I referenced uh, Butler's Rock and Roll Geek scoring system earlier in the show. I remember hearing his album review of this, and one of my favorite episodes he's ever done. It was just great. He was just geeking out over this album, and I, I felt the exact same way when I was listening to it. 
it, 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 and I will quote him, it's like the standard that all metal bands should be judged by. This is a great fucking album. It is in the top albums that Iron Maiden has ever done. It, it can hang with the classic stuff. Power Slave, Seventh Son, Killers. It's as good as any of those albums, if you want to be quite honest about it. Uh, you know, and we've talked about it before. Since Maiden's come back with Dickinson in 1999 and anything after that, uh, the band has evolved into like basically a, a prog metal band. Uh, but as they've done that, they have not subtracted from what has made the band great, and that's writing catchy metal songs. Despite the fact that these songs are epic in length, most of them are, uh, they still uh, have memorable songs on here. And that's really the key thing. It doesn't matter how long the song is as long as it's great. Let's give you an example of that right now. Not even the longest song on the album. It's my favorite, so I'm playing it here on the best of. It's a special show. It's a long show. I talk a lot, and I'm going to play a lot of songs. Some of them are long, like this one. The longest song I will play for you tonight. This is Iron Maiden with The Red and the Black. Sit back and turn it up.
Now that is an instant bonafide Steve Harris masterpiece there. Iron Maiden with the red and the black off of the Book of Souls. All 13 minutes and 33 seconds of it. And I enjoyed every second of that song. Amazing. I hope I get a chance to go see him next year. And if I go, they better play that. It would be amazing. I mean, that's essentially Rime of the Ancient Mariner Part 2 without being an obvious sequel. I think that's just amazing. If, if he's been trying to catch that song again his entire career, he just pulled it. So good on you, Steve. You are the man. And, you know, another thing that makes this Maiden album great is that the fact that there was a lot of different contributions by different band members. You know, a lot of these albums have been Steve Harris, you know, the Steve Harris show, but everybody's got some rights on there and and they all shine. There's some great Bruce material on there and just great to see Dave and Adrian writing. Uh, uh, it's just the, the, uh, glomming over it. Okay, let's move on from Maiden. You get the idea. Go pick it up. And I say that because I practice what I preach. Every one of these songs that you're hearing tonight, I bought and paid for legitimately. Right there, hear that? I'm holding physical copies of all of these albums. So don't be an asshole. Buy your music. Don't steal it. I don't care if you don't like physical. Get it off of iTunes, legit. Get it off of Amazon, legit. They have MP3 also. All right, let's talk about a few more albums before the next song. Number 34 on my list. A band I've enjoyed quite a bit over the years. A little different from what you normally hear on Rock Strikes 10, but I've played them before. They might be Giants. Their new album, Glean, got it 75 out of 100. It's definitely a lot more like their vintage output, so I really enjoy this one especially. I think it's the best album they've done in a while, but they've always been decently consistent with me. So uh, if you're a longtime fan of They Might Be Giants, I think you're really going to like this new record. So I will definitely say that. And number 33 on the list. And when these songs come up now on the iPod, I've, I've really enjoyed them. And maybe I need to give the album a second listen. I almost feel like now I, I, I ranked it a little low. Maybe I was nitpicking. I don't know. I mean, hey, when I listen to these albums, maybe it depends on my mood, what's going on that day. Who knows? Uh, I saw this album ranked really high in Classic Rock Magazine. They had it uh, at like 9 out of 10 stars, and they were comparing it to albums like Pyromania, like it's the second coming of Pyromania. So that's pretty impressive, honestly. But... uh I did enjoy the record quite a bit. Hailstorm's new album, Into the Wildlife, definitely a solid listen, and I think it's uh, on par with all of their other albums. So if if you're a Hailstorm fan and you've been already buying their records, then this will not disappoint. But I'm assuming if, if you do buy their records, you already have it. But you should give this band a chance. Just because they're being played on the radio doesn't make them a bad band. It just means that you know their label has payola, you know, whatever. Hey, it is what it is. Lizzie can play in addition to singing as well, you know, hey. The other thing I really love about Hailstorm is that they consistently give it up for Tom Kiefer. I mean, you gotta love that. <laughs> All right, and coming in at number 32, uh, a band that I played on the last new music episode, Alabama Shakes, with Sound and Color, ranking it at 79 out of 100. I like Alabama Shakes. This is their sophomore album, and I don't think they choked too terribly. And I'd recommend both their albums, Boys and Girls, Sound and Color. I wonder which this and that, maybe the next album should be called This and That. That'd be funny. I get points on that. I came up with that. 
All right, but yeah, really cool record. If you know what they're about and you dig what they do, this one will not let you down. Let's move on to number eight here. And really, with the point system that I do on here, like the songs that we're playing on this episode, like these first three basically tied in the point system. All 91 out of 100 rankings here for Imperial, Iron Maiden, and this one. The latest album from Danko Jones, Fire Music. Danko, a massive perennial favorite here on Rock Strikes 10. Uh, everything he does is awesome. And uh, if it wasn't for one song that I ranked zero on the album, then this probably would be in the top three. But it's a great album, and it's one of the albums I've re-listened to probably more than most of these this year. Uh, if, if I did it like that, it would easily be top five. Uh, Danko, I've said it before, one of the most consistent performers of the last 20 years. It doesn't matter what album you get, they're all great. You, it, whatever album you get, you pretty much almost can't tell what year it's from. And that's what makes a great, timeless, and super fun rock and roll. So I'm going to go ahead and play this one. I could have picked anything off of it. Here's another solid track from Fire Music by Denko Jones. This is Gonna Be a Fight Tonight.
by Danko Jones bringing the rock as he always does to this show. That was going to be a fight tonight off of his latest album, Fire Music, and good enough for number eight, even though it's even better than just being number eight, I feel. But hey, this was actually a really strong year for rock and roll albums, in my opinion. You just had to dig for them or, you know, listen to shows like this or Talking Metal or The Rock and Roll Geek Show or, you know, you, you get the idea. Let's talk about a few more albums that were in my top 40. Number 31 of the year, comeback studio album by Blur. I'm a big Blur fan, and some of this album was okay. And then I I feel like it kind of was a a late bloomer, the album. About halfway through, I really started to enjoy it a lot more. They're just, you know, the, the things that made them popular and what caught my eye early on, they don't do a whole lot of that anymore. They were a lot more, uh, you know, Brit rock. They had a little bit more pop influence in their stuff, and they do a lot more experimental type stuff. But, you know, it, it it's whatever. Uh, I still like the band, and uh, I hope they come through here. That's another band I've never seen live that I'd love to. But I'm a fan, so I gave it 79 out of 100, and there's some good songs on there. Another artist that I'm a big fan of from the 90s and still putting out records is Marilyn Manson. He put out an album really early this year called The Pale Emperor. I scored it at 80 out of 100. I I like the album pretty well. Uh, I like it a lot better than the last one, Born Villain. Honestly, these last two albums are are my least favorite of the, the albums he's ever done. That being said, there's some a couple of really great, I feel, unheard albums by him that you should definitely go check out. And uh, that's The High End of Low and Eat Me, Drink Me. Especially The High End of Low, I really enjoyed a lot. So if you missed those records, go check those out, honestly, before these most recent two albums. I'd get Born Villain last. And this one, Pale Emperor, it's good. It, it really is. It's just, uh, you know, I think he has stronger albums. But it ranked well. It did 80 out of 100, and that's not bad at all. That's enough for a recommend. And another one that was really, really good, although the score doesn't really, you know, say this, but uh, the new Muse album, Drones, I have it at 80 out of 100, just like Manson's album. But that's really only because the first two full-length songs on the album are are really bad. Like, I, I didn't like them at all, and I was really worried that this was going to be another poor outing by him. Because, you know, Second Law was just, eh, you know, it's it's probably their least best album. Uh, But once the third song kicks in on this album, Drones, it is excellent. It is uh, honestly one of the best albums of the whole year. You just uh, get it and honestly just skip past the first two full-length songs. It is a solid record. The musicianship on it is ridiculous. Uh, and it's it's just classic sounding. So I think you really should do yourself a favor and go pick up Drones by Muse. But let's get back into the music here. Coming in at number 7 and scoring 92 out of 100 on the scoring system here is yet another album by the great Michael Monroe. And I'm sure I said this the last two times he put a record out, but... Whenever Hanoi Rocks broke up for the second time, I was really bummed out. I was like, ah, oh, man. And then, you know, not, not realizing, oh, hey, Micah will probably still put out solo records. And I got to say, they're on par with all of the comeback Hanoi material. I, I think Michael has been very consistent over the last decade with his output. And 
I I gotta recommend all of those records. They're all great. The last three things he's done is is must have stuff. This new album, Blackout States, no exception. Uh, let's just play any cut off of here. Honestly, here's a good one. Here, this is Permanent Youth. Checking in there with Permanent Youth off of his new record, Blackout States. Of course, go buy that. I say that about every particular album on this episode especially. Go buy this record. You will not be disappointed, in my opinion. And that's all I have to say about that. Moving back into the list, number 28 of the year was the latest Prince album, Hit and Run, Phase One. And I found out a few days ago, thanks to Todd Cunningham, thank you, Todd, for hipping me to this, there's already a Phase Two. It came out in mid-December. I have not listened to it yet, so 
I'll make it a part of the next new music episode, even though it will not count for 2016 because it came out at the end of December. But that's what he gets for not promoting his stuff properly and just putting it up on Tidal and iTunes. I had no clue that it was out. No physical product. Once again, shame on you, Prince. But that doesn't take away from the fact that the guy is a musical genius, and I think I was nitpicking. I'm a fan, but I only scored it at 81 out of 100. It's not... Uh, in the top three albums he's ever done, but not in the bottom three either. And I think I said that when I played something off of it, but it's decent. There, There's some songs on there worth owning for sure. Uh, another guy who I have massive respect for, who actually tied with himself this year on the list because uh, 82 out of 100 points for both studio outings by Jesse Mallon. The great Jesse Mallon put out two very fine records this year one called new york after the war and the other one is called outsiders uh, if you don't have any jesse mallon in your life shame on you uh, maybe start with these records because this is the best stuff he's ever done and i'm a fan of the guy great writer great attitude and he's got the heart of rock and roll inside of him so go check out jesse mallon's latest records great stuff all right back into the music a band that I was really late to the party to. Matter of fact, I got into them after they broke up initially. Uh, but, uh, you know, over the years, I've been picking up their records, really enjoy them. So glad that they made their comeback this year, Backyard Babies. And, uh, you know, it's funny because Dragon was actually in Michael Monroe's band as of recently and was on the last album. Uh, left Michael's band to get back with Backyard Babies, and he just did them a little, just one better, I think, at least for this list. And I've got their latest album, 4x4, scoring 94 out of 100. It's a very good record. You, you get what you expect from the Backyard Babies, which is great Swedish garage rock and roll with some punk influence in there. I'm going to play you the real oddball song on the record, because th this one really sticks out. It's the closing song on the record. And uh, unlike anything that they've really ever done, especially on this album, because you know you get your two and three minute songs, this seven minute song comes in at the end and really threw me for a loop. But I loved it. Uh, I instantly loved it. So I wanted to share this one with you here. So this is Backyard Baby's contribution to the top ten of 2015 on Rock Strikes Ten. This is Walls. Check it out. It's been so long since 
I think Alice Cooper would be proud of the second half of that song there, especially. But that was the Backyard Babies with Walls, the closing track off of their brand new album, their comeback album, 4x4. And in addition to that crazy epic track, I highly recommend it for the straight ahead rock and roll that people have come to know and love them for. And I am a, a recent convert in the last few years, so great stuff there. I need to go pick up the entire catalog. I have about three or four albums right now, so I need to need to write that wrong. But let's move back onto the list. Number 25 of the year, a late entrant into the year for me, Damn Baird and Homemade Sin with Get Loud. Uh, best Southern rock band in the world right now, Dan Baird and Homemade Sin. The guy's still doing it. And making some amazing records. If you didn't pick up their last one, Circus Life, you missed out. But it's not too late. Go buy Circus Life and this new one, Get Loud. Very good companion to that one as well. I think I like Circus Life a little bit more. But this one is damn good. Get Loud. Great record by Dan Baird and Homemade Sin. Number 24 of the year. A band that I'm a huge fan of. I talked about them recently. We played something recently on the show self-titled new album by Def Leppard. Uh, really, it was only just a couple of songs that I didn't like on the album that had it rank at 82 out of 100 because of that reason. A couple of zeros, but everything else on there is super solid. A, uh, It sounds generic, but it's a massive return to form. And we talked about this on Talking Metal. Uh, and once again, Mark Striegel, thank you so much for having me on the show. It's always great. It's always an honor, and hopefully we can do it every year, right? Uh, but we talked about some Def Leppard, and I really noticed that there were callbacks to all different eras of this band. And, and this is the kind of record uh, that, uh, that they should definitely be making at this point. Uh, there's some modern feel to it, but there's a lot of vintage callbacks. It's just a, a perfect album for a band in this part of their career, a great heritage band there, Def Leppard. And I look forward to seeing them in February. Uh, myself and my uh, amazing wife, Nola, we're going back to Shreveport where we saw the uh, Motley Alice tour last year. There's this like really cool little minor league hockey arena off of Shreveport, Louisiana, where they, they get major shows out there. And it's like, you know, like a 5,000 seater or something like that. But they get bands to play there. And we will make a point to go to that place because it's so much better than going to American Airlines Arena in the sense of, you know, every seat's better. It's just better. It's it's more intimate. And going to see Def Leppard there, I know it's going to be a blast. So looking forward to that show. And, and pick up the Def Leppard album. It's awesome. And another band that we're a huge fan of, another great band, in their 50th year, The Scorpions, Return to Forever, I got an 82.5 out of 100. It was a weird release because of the fact that they basically re-released it uh, for America with like almost a whole full length's worth of material. So it's like two full-length albums on one CD. It's It almost feels like two different albums, so it's a little disjointed, but it's still a really solid Scorpions album. It's up there with Sting in the Tail and that kind of stuff. And So if you're a fan, you, you must have it for sure. A lot of these are really just tied. I mean, there's like a point difference, and sometimes it's just a matter of if you have more songs in your album and the songs are good, then you actually rank higher on this list, you know? Like, 
looking at the list, you know, I, I've got Chris Isaac coming in here at 22, 83 out of 100 points with his new album, First Come the Night. And I, I like Chris Isaac, but, I, you know, I don't know. I don't know if, if I sat down, if I'd have put that over the Scorpions or Def Leppard or Dan Baird. But, you know, a one-point difference, eh, not a big deal. I mentioned this on the previous New Music episode. It's a solid Chris Isaac outing. So, you, I mean, you know what you're getting. Go get it. Yeah. A uh, band that I, I played recently on the show as well, the Fratellis, and they're a Scottish band, and super cool. I think you should definitely give them a listen. If you don't have anything by them, I'd start with their first album, Costello Music, but their latest album, Eyes Wide, Tongue Tied, is also very solid. I scored an 85 out of 100, so go check out the Fratellis. All right, that was five entrants there. I'm going to finish out the entrance 20 through 11 before we get to the top three as we go back into the music this is the big top five of the year and uh, an album that i honestly thought was going to be number one when it came out earlier this year i thought it had it locked i instantly loved this album Uh, only one song got like half a point as pretty much uh this and the next couple of records Uh, but this new album by armored saint called when hands down is a triumph i i think it's the best album they've ever done what do you think of that this is a band that's been around they come from that california thrash metal movement in the early 80s and a band that i feel never really got a a lot of respect and, and got their proper due i mean best album they've ever done and when hands down it says it all Uh, If you're a fan of heavy metal music, you must get this record. And like there needs to be in my heavy metal music, the stuff that I like, you better be heavy, yeah, you better be able to play, but you better be able to write some damn tunes. And I I talked about this when I played it before on the show, but the really interesting thing about this record is, I mean, the arrangements are ridiculous. Super cool, super epic. I love where all the arrangements go on this record because it's not predictable. That's the cool thing about it. Uh, the lyrics, uh, you know, and I'm, I'm kind of a lyric guy. The lyrics really struck me as odd. And I called it, I called them old man lyrics, you know, and that's not me trying to, uh, you know, degrade them or anything. It's just, it's, it's real reflective, real normal. <laughs> it's pretty normal for metal. Let's just say, <laughs> I mean, they've gone from March of the saint to this, You'll, you'll you'll see what I mean, but I don't think that takes away from the overall enjoyment of the album. And that, that's really actually another thing that makes it great is because it's different. It's just a little different. Number five out of the year. Thought it was going to be number one, but hey, things happen. I mean, the, the stuff over must be really great because uh, check this out. Uh, probably my favorite song right now off of it. It changes all the time. But here's Armored Saints representative here on this particular episode from When Hands Down. This is Muscle Memory.
back and forth between a scowl and a smile. People lift me up and drop me flat like a stone. But still, I want to believe in them. My clan comes number one in the fight. We brought souls in this world and we'll do it right. Though my moves they swing like a pendulum, they know where my heart comes from. Like our dear departed friend, and it told me it's only water off the ducks back in the stream. Face it like a man, face it like a wimp, but either way you're facing it. Bury your head underneath your feathers, signals a swan song.
make my own news out on the fly Do much more than I need to get by People lift me up, don't let me drop Or at least have another saint with muscle memory from their latest when hands down and uh here's an interesting distinction i can give it for sure the best american album of the year (laughs) so at number five on the rock strikes 10 top albums of 2015 but the number one american record of the year officially here on rock strikes 10 armored saint Win hands down. Run, do not walk to buy that entire record. Legit. All right. And so slightly spoiling it there. The rest of it's from Europe. The top four is European. Matter of fact, everything, I, I, I just realized that while the song was playing. I had enough time because that was a pretty lengthy song there. Another seven minute here on the show. There's actually like a handful of songs on this episode that are seven minutes. It's ridiculous. This is a super long show. I hope it's not too boring. I do hope you enjoy all of it. Let me know what you think. Uh, But yeah, everything is Europe except for Armored Saint. So friggin' weird. I'm not anti-American. I'm really not. I'm from America, damn it. I'm from Texas, by God. But yeah, that's just the way it happened this year. Going backwards on the list, number 20 of the year, speaking of Europe, is Jeff Lynn's ELO, Alone in the Universe, and I talked about this on the last New Music episode. I'm a big fan of both Jeff Lynn and Electric Light Orchestra. Uh, I think maybe by calling it Jeff Lynn's ELO, it, it kind of excuses it from being in a, a proper ELO album. To me, it definitely sounds like more of a Jeff Lynn solo album. Nothing wrong with that, though, and good enough for 85 out of 100 I would definitely recommend if you're going to pick it up to get it off of Amazon because there are two extra songs on their version. So I like to give you the heads up whenever that happens. Number 19, the surprise album of the year. I mean, really, this one and another one I'm going to talk about later, I think are the sleeper surprise albums of the entire year. You know, a guy that I've listened to over the years, but you know, as I've gone on, I've I've come to appreciate him a lot more. Uh, if I have an offbeat pick of the year, something you would not expect me to like and or listen to, you know, if you just know me from the show here, 
but it's this album that's probably going to shock you. Dwight Yoakam, Secondhand Heart. I played a song from it on the show earlier this year. This album is super solid. Yes, it is country, but it's also not even just a little rock and roll. It's a lot of rock and roll. Uh, all the basic great elements of classic rock and roll. Uh, I called it uh, Chris Isaac meets Buck Owens meets the Beach Boys meets Cheap Trick. It's got a little bit of all of that on there, and I love all that shit. Uh, you got to go check this out. Dwight Yoakam's Secondhand Heart. If you want to just buy that one country album this year or this decade, make it that record, Secondhand Heart, Dwight Yoakam. Number 18, another great comeback. I, I quite enjoyed this album very well, and I'm a big fan of Faith No More. Their new album, Soul Invictus, is a very good record. I really don't have anything bad to say about it. There were just a couple of songs that were like, ah, they're all right. Uh, so, but Soul Invictus is, is solid, and I think it is very comfortable with the rest of their catalog. So if you're a fan, you definitely should be rabid. Number 17 on the list this year was Queensryche's new one, Condition Human. Talked about that. Speaking of hardcore fans, you hardcore fans should definitely be rabid about this one. Todd Latore has definitely proven himself to be up to the job, up to the task. And if you're a fan of vintage Queensryche, I'm talking 80s Queensryche, you need to get back into them. Get the one before this, the self-titled one, and this one, Condition Human. You will enjoy the shit out of them. And another one of those surprise albums of the year, like the Dwight Yoakam record. And here's a guy. I, I was a fan of this guy when I was a kid, but uh, around the time I hit puberty, he started to put out some weak albums, in my opinion. But he is back in a big way. Brian Adams with Get Up. 88 out of 100 points. What do you think of that? This album is super catchy, super listenable. Uh, repeated listens for me already. And it's got Jeff Lynn producing the damn thing i talked about that in length on the last new music episode so go back and check that out for further details but another surprise album that i i wholeheartedly recommend brian adams new one called get up it is excellent all right back to the music number four on the list another album that i thought could potentially be number one for this year uh, but got 94 out of 100, much like Armored Saint. They tied with Armored Saint. As a band that, if you know me, you know I love this band. It's Ghost with Meliora. And just the entire presentation. I mean, yes, the image, but the albums and the live show. Everything about this band is great. It's I, enjoy, I have fun being a fan of Ghost, you know theorizing on who is ghost under the cloaks you know not we we kind of all know who the singer is you can look it up online but it's it, after all of that even with the presentation the stage show like the kiss factor and the alice cooper factor yes it's shock and yes it might be sticky and a little gimmicky but the songs are there in spades they've got it they've got it down and they're catchy they're hypnotic they're just they just have it. They have that thing. And they, they'll have me forever. So this is my favorite song on the album. The Ballad, believe it or not. This is Ghost with He Is. He 
we're standing here by the abyss And the world is in flames Two star-crossed lovers reaching out To the beast with many names Ghost's latest album called Meliora, which rush out to buy if you don't have it already. Uh, if you do buy it physically, I recommend getting it from Best Buy. There are two extra live songs on there. There's a live version of Year Zero, which is amazing, 
and a live version of If You Have Ghosts, the Rocky Erickson cover from that EP. All right, and you've, you've heard this list now. You know it if you heard me on Talking Metal, but I'll talk about number 15 through 11 right now before we get back to the music, and we'll just rip through the top three. Number 15 I have on the list legitimately, Motorhead with Bad Magic, which uh, sadly is now proven to be their swan song in, in light of Lemmy's passing. Uh, but, you know, hey, not a bad note to go out on. Bad Magic is a super powerful album, and as of my first listen, listening to it legitimately, I have it at 88 out of 100. I just wonder if any. Uh, I just wonder how many people actually picked it up lately instead of when it first came out. But hey, whatever. You know, I'm not gonna beat up on the posers too much, but you know what I'm saying. <laughs> Uh, another band we talked about that always delivers the goods for me. Number 14, Slayer with Repentless, 88 out of 100. Uh, to me, they can do no wrong. I think that's actually my favorite album title of the year, too, is Repentless. Probably the best video of the year, too. <laughs> the video for Repentless is ridiculous. Go look up the uncensored version on YouTube. That is a hard R, my friends. And... By the way, the, yeah, the tall, bald guy in the video, that's uh, Derek Mears, who's the current Jason in the Friday the 13th series. And I met that guy recently, shook his hand a few years ago. Nice guy, nice feller. Uh, so there you go. But yeah, pick up that Slayer. Get the version with the uh, extra DVD or Blu-ray on it. Full performance from Vakken last year with that new lineup with Gary and with Paul. Uh, super strong. And you watch that performance that'll put to bed any doubt you have about how this band can go without jeff and without dave that's just the way it is and that's the bottom line number 13 i have the darkness with last of our kind very solid outing by the darkness i'm a longtime supporter of them and i think they've always put out a great record this is their fourth album and you should definitely definitely own this album super cool darkness last of our kind Number 12, and I don't know how this didn't wind up in the top 10, but I got it at 90 out of 100. Uh, to me, this is the comeback album of the year uh, as far as, like, I never expected it to happen, but Refused have a new album out called Freedom, and you should definitely, definitely get this album. If you're a fan of putting a record on in the car and turning it up uh, to full power and full volume just to get that feel... Uh, you know, maybe you're having a shit day. This is the album for this year. I mean, besides Slayer, it's a different kind of feel. But this new Refused album, Freedom, it's so powerful. And some of the best sounding drums I've ever heard on any record. So if you're a fan of drumming, this one this one will kick your ass. And number 11, I have the great Eagles of Death Metal with Zipper Down. Super fun record. I'm a day one Eagles of Death Metal fan. And... Uh, it sucks the year that they had as far as that terrible incident, but uh, and and a shame for that. That's how the spotlight, you know, found them. But uh, I think their music speaks for itself, and I always have a smile on my face when I listen to Eagles of Death Metal. This new album is no exception. Zipper down, go check it out. That was number eleven. So now you have the gist of pretty much the entire top forty of the year. We have three more songs to play you here, and it'll go by fast as far as me yapping. I won't be doing too much of that anymore on this show. But number three, this band. Uh, another band, sort of like Backyard Babies, I've been late to the party. 
Butler got me into these guys, and wow, <laughs> this band can fucking go. If you just like rock and roll for the sake of rock and roll, with a little bit of Sunset Strip influence, a little bit of punk influence, just a nice hybrid of styles. This is the kind of music that I love. Hardcore Superstar, their latest album, HCSS, and it's it's not a letdown. The, the last album was badass. Come On, Take Me On is a phenomenal record, and this album is a very nice companion to it. And, man, I, I've been saving this song for the year-end episode. This is the kind of stuff I want to play to focus on the best stuff of the year. This is one of the best songs of the year, if not the best song of the year. That's tough. I think the last three songs here are my three favorite songs of the year, but it was close. Uh, you know, the Hardcore Superstar, do what they do, and then right in the middle of the album you get this. Another epic seven and a half minutes of this song called Fly. Check it out.
All right, Hardcore Superstar with that epic, amazing song called Fly off of their brand new record, HCSS. My number three album of the year, scoring at 95 out of 100. All right, and these last two albums, honestly, I got to tell you, you know, tied for first. These two albums couldn't be any more different. Uh, They're both rock and roll albums. But their approach, their style, their attitude, it's a, it's a true yin-yang. It's night and day and all those kind of cliches. And I talked this album up a lot uh, when I played them on one of the new music episodes of 2015. I talked them up a whole hell of a lot on Talking Metal. A big believer in this band. And, and a true surprise, another true surprise that came out of nowhere I discovered this band via Denko Jones's podcast. Uh, this guy Bjorn, the singer, talked up this band for an hour, and then when I finally heard him, it, it did not disappoint. I've never, I, I raced home from work to buy this album. I don't think I've ever <laughs> driven home with that much intent on purchasing an album before, but I did, and I loved it. One hundred out of a hundred points, a perfect album. For Rock Strikes 10, the Night Flight Orchestra's Skyline Whispers. And yeah, you, you might think that this is a bit, but they are absolutely dead serious. I can't stress that enough. These guys mean it, and they're not putting you on. You be the judge, but here's another song from Skyline Whispers. This is I Ain't Old, I Ain't Young.
All right. I Ain't Old, I Ain't Young from the Night Flight Orchestra from Skyline Whispers. A perfect 100 out of 100 points is what I scored it at. And that's how I feel. I think you should immediately buy this album because it's truly great. Uh, You will hear completely different styles of rock and roll from the 75 through 85 era. There's a song on this album that sounds like something off of Kiss's Dynasty. And then there's another song that sounds like it comes off of Burn by Deep Purple. And then another song that sounds like it comes off of Elton John's Captain Fantastic. I mean, it's a plethora of imagery and styles and everything that I feel makes rock and roll great. And yeah, there you go. And you got that, that fun 80s factor too. It's it's a total win of a record. So go get Night Flight Orchestra, Skyline Whispers. You would think that they're paying me money, but they are so not. I do this entire thing for free. And basically tying with number one as well. A band that myself and Nola traveled to Houston this year to go see in a little club along with The Cry. One of the best four-on-the-floor rock and roll shows I've ever seen, and I've seen a lot of them. Uh, But the Biters from Atlanta, Georgia have an album out. Their first full-length called Electric Blood, and they scored a 100 out of 100 on their debut album. Now that is some shit right there, right? Debut... Yeah, sure, they've been around since, like, you know, 2008 or 2009. You know, some EPs, some singles, but finally putting your big boy pants on and putting a record out, and and you came up with this. This record is, uh, you know, I loved it as much as Night Flight Orchestra, but like I said, totally different. This is pure rock and roll, denim and leather, Cheap Trick meets Thin Lizzy meets Kiss. The Biters. Electric Blood is the record. You should own it. This is Law. And, and one of the best songs of the year really is Restless Hearts. It's it's a great song. I, I always enjoy hearing it on Underground Garage. It, it made it on one of the coolest songs of the year. I voted for it. <laughs> uh, but here's another great song. Halfway through the album, you get this as well. And every time I hear it, it stays in my head the entire day. So you're welcome. Closing off. The Rock Strikes 10, top 10 of 2015. This is the Biters with the Kids Ain't Alright.
have it that wraps up 2015 rather nicely if i do say so the biters with the kids ain't all right from electric blood tied with first of my top albums of the year i feel like the biters and the night flight orchestra records represent the two extreme sides of what i love about rock and roll so i couldn't think of any more fitting albums to represent my best of list this year i hope you do yourselves a favor and go check out all of the records on my list there. I think you will enjoy them immensely, as I did. Let's hope, right? But uh, send me an email or a message on the Facebook and let me know if you did and what you thought. Go to cnjradio.com for all those links. Facebook, Twitter, all that good stuff. Of course, the iTunes feed. Subscribe, leaving a star rating and review and all that good stuff. So many people to thank. A short list here, of course, my lovely wife Nola for all of her support and not making me feel like an asshole when I run off to do a show. Uh, of course, my best friend, my brother Chris, over in Tokyo, still keeping the cnjradio.com flag, waving and killing it on the website. Go check out the website. I think you will enjoy it. Tons of great stuff to read out there. Uh, other people to thank, of course. I mentioned him earlier in the show, the great Mark Striegel, for having me on Talking Metal for the year-end show, or one of them. Got some great feedback off of that. Uh, of course, the great Michael Butler, who allows me to rip off his Rock and Roll Geek scoring system to rank these albums, and also for having me on the Rock and Roll Geek show earlier this year. I was talking about the Alice Cooper group reunion that I got to attend. So being on my two favorite Rock and Roll podcasts this year, that, that makes it a great year on principle, right? Very cool. Uh, friend of the show, Todd Cunningham, who's always down for letting me know that he listens just that alone makes all the difference in the world. So thank you, Todd. Uh, Devin from the Cobras and Fire podcast. Great talking to you throughout the year. Love hearing from you. Keep up the great work. Friend of the show from across the pond, Chris Riley. Thank you, Sir Riley, for all that you do for the show. Your support and your ears mean everything. Uh, the great BJ Cramp of the Rock and or Roll podcast. Thanks for having me on this year. It was a blast. And I look forward to doing more episodes with you. BJ's great. If you listen to any other rock and roll podcasts besides the ones I've already mentioned, you should be subscribed and loyal to the Rock and or Roll podcast. Very quality. I'd like to say what's up to Matt Ashcraft. Thank you for the constant support and listenership. And just, you know, always sharing the link. It means a lot. It really does. Thank you, Matt so many others. If I didn't mention your name, I apologize, but but no, if you're hearing this at all, I love each and every one of you, and thank you so much for listening, 
and stay with me through 2016. I think it's going to be a good time. And of course, last but not least, extra special thanks to Pete and the guys from Spacebeard for the outro. Crank that one up here at the end. And uh, we'll see you all in 2016 and on the next episode. Until then, have fun.